0: Good morning. Welcome to Morning Bread, Season 1. Devotion with Pastor Chris, another host, on Book of Mark. Today I'd like to welcome Dr. Henry Toe to join our program.
1: Hello Chris, it's great to be here. I've been listening to your previous podcasts. They've been great. I've really been blessed by you chatting with the other speakers and sharing your spiritual insights in the Book of Mark. It's been a real blessing for me already.
0: Praise the Lord. Let's start our devotion on Book of Mark, Chapter 2. Verse 1 to 12. Uh, let me say a prayer before we start, yeah? Yeah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for the time we can spend time in your word. Give us holy spirit and lead us and guide us in the process. And show us yourself and show us how much you love us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, doctor, why don't you start reading verse 1 and 2?
1: Yes. I'm reading some King James Version as well. Mark 2, 1 to 2. The Bible says, And again he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together, insomuch that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them.
0: Mm. Lead us, doctor. What did God inspire you? Yeah, here we have
1: Jesus coming back into Capernaum. In the end of Mark chapter 1, he actually had gone out into the deserted place because Mm. he was becoming so popular in the cities that he couldn't contain all the people. Mm. But here Jesus made a special effort to come back into Capernaum again, because I think that he wanted to reveal something new about himself and something new about his ministry. Mm. And that was why he gathered again at the same houses before. And once again, all the people came, just like last time. And Mm. here, as we had discussed in previous podcasts about the type of people that may be coming to see Jesus, Mm. we can see in the later verses here that the people who came to see Jesus were there. Some were for um, spiritual um, insight and listening to the word of God, which is why he preached to them. But Mm. some were also within the crowd as well to try to find something about Jesus to catch him out. And we can see here that there are people in the crowd and other people starting to mix together with Jesus, trying to plot and plan against him. And this mm. was um, another aspect of his ministry that Jesus had to deal with. Yeah. And the house was so crowded that um, people couldn't couldn't come in, But there were people who, who, who needed to see Jesus, who had either spiritual questions or had physical illnesses, and they wanted to come and see Jesus, but there was no room for them through the door. I mean, what an amazing time it would have been. What an exciting time that Jesus was becoming um, so popular. People knew about him, that people wanted to see him. And the disciples who were observing all this must have been, you know, worried, scared, excited, a whole range of emotions.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, let's read verse 3 and 5, 3 to 5. Yeah. Let me read it. It's a That's where the story happens, yeah? Yeah. Verse 3. And they come unto him, bringing one sick the Palsy, which was born of four. And when they were could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had a bro- uh, broken it up, and they let down the bed where then the sick of the Palsy lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, and he said, I say, he said unto the sick of the Palsy, Some, thy sins be forgiven thee.
1: Yeah, once again, the story is moving on, isn't it? And now Mm. we have uh, an amazing story again of just the urgency of someone who wants to see Jesus to be healed. Mm. Now, um, to remember what sickness was like in those days, um, as we saw at the end of Mark chapter 1, you had to, when you were sick, you um, maybe sought a doctor in order to get some um, advice, but Mm. ultimately you had to show yourself to the priest to be fully cleansed. Now, some people, when they were sick and then they overcame their sickness and they were healed, then they saw the priest and they were cleansed and re-entered into society. But there were groups of people who actually had chronic illnesses, illnesses that did not um, were not able to be healed by the doctors. And mm. so these people had ongoing physical sickness. And because of that, they were isolated away from their community so they wouldn't bring the sickness to others. And people started to view them as people who must have been cursed from God. Mm. So here now we see um, illness coming on three different levels. The first level is that people who were sick were physically impaired. And if they Mm. couldn't overcome their physical impairment, they remained unable to do their normal tasks. Mm. On a second level, they also had social isolation, so social sickness as well. People wouldn't mm. come close to them. They didn't want to associate with them because they didn't want to catch That's that right. sickness and illness, and they stayed away from them. COVID. And the Bible um, in the old law instructed them to stay outside of the city, away from others, so then they wouldn't, mm. um, so others wouldn't get the same infection. Mm. And finally, probably the most profound of all, is that people had um, uh, were spiritually sick as well. They believed that they must have been cursed from God because they were not healed. And um, people viewed them in this way as being cursed. So they had this heavy burden on their heart. They felt maybe it was a sin that I committed, maybe or something that I've done. Why has God not healed me? So it must mm. have been a curse. So people stayed away from them. And they also, they the people who were sick themselves felt very spiritually poor and low, that they couldn't mm. overcome their their sickness.
0: hmm and here we see uh, this man uh, was sick for a while. he couldn't walk, and he has set of friends to come over and uh, to lead him to Jesus Christ. yeah, um, something we can learn is definitely the definition of friends. Yeah. what friends are uh, really are, isn't it? Yeah, uh, we well as we come into here to listen to the story of Mark as we uh, study the book of Mark as well, we'll realize the Bible gave us a definition. About what friends really is, It's the one who will take you at all cost to Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, and these That's friends really they... went the extra mile, didn't they? And we'll see oh, from their yeah. actions what they did. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, yeah, and also we can see that uh, if you really want to have a, uh, Christ at your own house, you probably had to prepare repair your roof as well <laughs> yeah, the, the, the right. guy who hosted Jesus Christ probably wasn't thinking you know so, some people just like I like to have a celebrity into my house so hey yes. I know Jesus Christ is kind of like you know exalt himself but here yeah. is a cost is somebody willing to host Jesus Christ and I believe that the people who truly love Jesus Christ follow Jesus Christ they're willing to pay for that extra mile yeah right they're really thinking I'm going to have Jesus Christ and that's actually show us the power of home groups yeah Jesus was ministering to people in the homes, and uh, you have friends around, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's right. And those and friends, um, you know, they wanted to be where Jesus was, and that's what mm. home home groups are like. When Jesus is the center of the home, once again, mm. we see the house being crowded, and people would do anything to get into that home, isn't it? And mm. We can see how far the friends went to bring their um, their friend, the 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 paralyzed man. To Jesus.
0: That's right. And then you're looking at this story here. Um, Jesus said something very surpri- surprising to a lot of people. Yeah. He didn't say that, hey, uh, you know, just get up and walk. He didn't say that. He said that, son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Yeah. This is really <laughs> revolutionary to a lot of people who were present at the time.
1: Yeah, that's right. And this is the new aspect of Jesus' ministry that we were talking about here, Mm. that um, Jesus wanted to offer, as I mentioned, those three levels of sickness that people had or or three levels of illness that they had, Um, the physical component, the social component. And here Jesus saw through into what the man's real need was, the Mm. burden that he had of um, his own sin um, he was being paralyzed. He was paralyzed. He was thinking about the, his life, the things that he had done. You know, what was it that, that he had? He had a great burden of sin in his in his heart. Mm. But Jesus saw through that. He saw beyond the physical illness that he had and found his true need was a spiritual healing. And that's Amen. why when Jesus offered him, son, thy sins be forgiven, the man would have been so happy to hear that he was being spiritually restored again.
0: That's right. And today, uh, just for listeners, some of us, we might not have Mm -hmm. physical illness. We might not have emotional illness, but sometimes we carry the spiritual illness in us. We feel guilt, maybe. We feel unworthy. We feel different things. And those things will uh, really put us down. And without coming to Jesus Christ, we don't get a relief out of it. Uh, That's why Jesus Christ provides this abundant life, especially the freedom uh, for sin, uh, freedom, uh, for the guilt, all the, all the things I've done before, and that's where Jesus Christ comes in. He yes. healed us spiritually, and I believe that when 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 a man heard it, it was rejoicing in the heart. Um, all the years, the 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 things that's bothering him has been yeah. finally lifted up.
1: Yes, that's right. And now another aspect of verse 5 that I want to bring to um, our attention is that Jesus saw their faith. That's what mm. the Bible says, that it wasn't only the faith of this one man, but mm. the faith of the group, including the four friends. The collective we, faith. Yeah, yes. the collective faith, that's right. And mm. when we think about what faith actually is, in um, Hebrews chapter um, 11, verse 1, mm. it talks about how faith is, um believing in the things that are not yet seen, you know mm. um, and of course they had not yet seen what Jesus could do specifically for this man, but they had mm. a belief in their heart that he could restore them. But the mm. faith wasn't just in the single man himself, but the but the group, the other friends had the same faith, and together as a group, they um came to Jesus and Jesus saw how together they, in one accord or one unison had the same faith, that they, that they knew that Jesus could heal this man, and that's um, why um, uh, Jesus could. And um, it also just goes to show that faith is something that is transferable between people, that um, when we're in a community of faith, other people who believe in the same um, faith as us, then we can actually transfer that faith to one another, strengthening one another um, by um, sharing our faith um, openly with each other.
0: That's right. Leaving face is contagious, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, I like I like to bring it back to a little bit the previous chapter one, verse 40-45. Forget yeah. about here, a leper was healed. Right? As Sister Freddie told about a leper was healed. If a leper, we know for sure in their mind is someone cursed by God. Yeah. Right? Th- this leper can be healed by God. The leprosy was gone. This man was like, Wow, look at the testimony the leper was sharing with us. He's clean now. My yeah. friend compared to leper is nothing. Let's bring him to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Right? It's the, so that testimony was inspiring. Yes. And that testimony, I, I believe that they live in the same tongue, the testimony by the leper, it was going all crazy. Since yeah. that Jesus Christ is willing and he's able to clean me from leprosy. Yes. And today I believe that I am out of my study, the leprosy has no antidote at the moment. Yet, but yeah. But Jesus is right. able to cleanse him. And now coming to this story. Hey, pal! Don't worry. Oh, we we'll uncover the roof for you. He will <laughs> definitely uh, help you at, at this time, right? So yeah, that's right. That testimony inspired the four friends or um, um, the friends there. Yeah. And the, the friends bring the person here, and this this person's life was touched by Jesus Christ. And this is what we call this is called evangelism.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. This is actually how I believe that a Christian faith is growing. Because the living faith is contagious. We yeah. believe Jesus is willing and he's able to heal us.
1: Yeah, that's right. And that's faith in action, isn't it? They um, were, right. if you look at what they did, they were very bold, courageous, um, innovative because no one had ever broken a roof before to get to Jesus. <laughs> this is new style. They're breaking new ground into how we can get to Jesus. And yes, they uh, are unstoppable. They were, yeah, that was unstoppable. That's right. Yes. And so and I guess when you have that um faith or burden in your heart, when it grows so strong, you feel like, you know, you can do so many things for God. And this is um and when we see at the end of this chapter how people were amazed and glorified God of, of, as to what happened, um, no doubt is because of the um the friends and the miracle that Jesus could do.
0: Yeah, I also like the Low where you point out. If somebody has a strong burden for the friends, yeah. And they're gonna figure a way to reach Jesus. Yeah. They they're gonna be creative. Like yeah. you say. They never, I don't believe anyone has uncovered a roof before. No. But <laughs> just because the burden for the friends, they figure out a way. Yeah. Right? The door the 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 door here is too many people crowded, cannot go in. Don't worry, man. We'll figure out it for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. You know, just Real like if we to. we really have a burden for someone. We really have a mm. burden for someone you're not gonna say oh I don't know how to reach out to the person you'll figure out a way you'll figure out a way how to lead this person to Jesus Christ yeah that's That's why Jesus rewarded their faith and their friends has witnessed the miracle
1: yeah yeah praise God amazing
0: yeah praise God for good friends
1: Yeah, praise God for friends. Praise God for spiritual friends, and I think no Mm. doubt that this one, that these friends, had a real spiritual burden for this man, and they Mm. would have been rejoicing together with the man when he was um, spiritually healed and when he was physically healed as well.
0: So praise God. Yeah, Yeah, let's look at uh, the following verses that reveal to us the secret why is able uh, why Jesus is able to forgive sins, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doctor, why don't you read it? Uh, Verse six to verse twelve.
1: Yeah, verse six to twelve. The Bible says, But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoned in their hearts. Why doth this man thus speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone, only? And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye things in your heart? Whether it is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sin be forgiven thee? Or to say, Arise, take up thy bed and walk? but they may know that the son of man hath power on earth to forgive sins he said to the sick of the palsy i say unto thee arise and take up thy bed and go thy way into thine house and immediately he rose took up his bed took up the bed and went forth before them all insomuch they were all amazed and glorified god saying we never saw it on this fashion
0: ah, mm. amazing amazing this conversation yeah. is very deep yeah and i i like i just want to point out one thing here that jesus asked a question back why reason ye this sins in your hearts whether yeah. it's easier to say to the sick of the palsy thy sins be forgiven thee or to say uh, arise and take up the bed and walk many people when they look at a question they start counting the words how many yeah. words is, is that <laughs> right it i remember that before <laughs> I, I i i preached a sermon somewhere before asking me but which one is easier yeah. And a little girl comes up, put a finger out, right? Thy yes. things be forgiven thee. <laughs> that's easier. <laughs> Five words. But this side, arise and take the bed, uh, take the bed and walk. Oh, that's look like <laughs> a seven, eight words there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, oh this one's easier. <laughs> yeah. But the deeper question is this How much does it cost Jesus Christ to say, arise, take up that bed and walk? Yeah. It literally is nothing. Right? He just said a word because we know the word of God, Word of Jesus Christ, has a creative power when he said it is gonna be done. Yeah. It doesn't take anything. But what does it take for God to say, Your sins be forgiven thee? Ah, mm. uh, that's a lot of price there. And Jesus the it cost the whole life of Jesus Christ yeah. to say that five words your sins forgiven thee. Because Jesus said Jesus knew his mission, Jesus knew. Is one day he's gonna to go to Calvary to pay for the sins of very man laying in front of him. Yeah. He was able to declare that he was not blessed for me. He's de- he was declaring the glory of God. He's showing that I'm the anointed one because I'm the chosen to die for you. And that's just yeah. the question he was asking. The the Pharisees or the, uh, the scribes, they didn't understand this. Because in their mind, they have a very different mentality how salvation is supposed to be gained. And here, Jesus Christ is demonstrating the core of his ministry, that I will die for your sins so you can repent and regain righteousness of mine.
1: Yeah, amen. And this is the first time that Jesus is revealing that, isn't it? And that's Mm. why He said in verse 10, that ye may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. This is now his revelation of how he's able to um, forgive sin, but of who he is, isn't it? Someone who Mm. can provide um, true spiritual restoration because of what his mission actually
0: is. Mm. This is This is the core of the gospel. Yeah. I'm really grateful that Jesus died for me personally. I mm-hmm. really praise God. I really praise God for the experience. And I know I'm loved by Jesus. Whatever what I have done before was buried by the blood of Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. he see me as, as I will become, not that, as who I am today. Of course, Jesus Christ accept me as who I am. But he doesn't leave me where I am. He'll take mm-hmm. me with a, on yes. a journey to, to, to gain the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Yes, So I don't have to still uh, unholy and filthy as am I today.
1: Yeah, and yeah. praise, praise God, God for that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. praise God for that. And I've no doubt that this man, after he was um, um, spiritually healed and then physically healed as well, he would have left mm-hmm. that place full of hope and full of a renewed sense of who he was because of Jesus' um, spiritual and physical restoration for him. And um, in some ways, there are many people in our lives who are just um, you know, not sure about where they're going in their life and not showing what kind of um, um, healing that they really need. But their true healing they actually need is the spiritual healing. And mm. I just pray that with um, there's many people in my line of work who I meet who um, mm. I can help them physically, but I pray and I do what I can to give them some spiritual healing as well. And I mm. pray that in our own lives we can just insert a little bit of spiritual healing for um, people that we meet. Um, doing what we can to lead people to that source of true spiritual healing—that what people really need.
0: That's right. And I'd like to point it out Probably the last point here. I yeah. like the word. Verse twelve says that immediately. Yeah. And that word is a powerful word in the Bible. We have seen it a million times already. Immediately he arose. Yeah. It, it didn't wait. That that healing process doesn't take long. The healing process just take just like a creation. When God says so, it happened yeah and this is when we believe in God and we believe in his healing power and now we immediately come to us and I remember when we when we something we have the guilt all right when we just turn our eyes to Jesus Christ we see how much he loved us he wants to us to be clean and we accept his atonement we accept his cleansing power God says that I will take your sin away now immediately we don't have to doubt We don't have to doubt the power of Jesus Christ or the blood of Jesus Christ. How soon it can cleanse our sin, cleanse our guilt, and cleanse our past. I praise God for that.
1: Yeah, praise God. And it's also amazing in verse 12 that as they left, so many people were amazed and they glorified God. And Mm. I think that ultimately when Jesus gives healing and um, when Jesus performs that miracle in your own life, that we can't help, but other people can't help but see and glorify God together. That our lives are changed, people glorify God. Um, Our friends' lives are changed, people glorify God. Mm. Our actions and our words and the things we do automatically glorify God. And ultimately all these things that Jesus is doing to glorify God, he gives the same power and the same um, inspiration for us, that we may have our own sins forgiven and give glory to God as well.
0: Amen. Thank you, doctor, today to join us. Yeah, we probably have to close here today. Let yeah,
1: thank
0: you, Chris. Close with a prayer. Yep, Father, we thank you again. We can come together to behold the glory of yours, to behold the faith people had it, and to behold the the very lovely display in Mark chapter two again. And Father, I thank you uh, for you are able to forgive our sin through the death of Jesus Christ, your own Son. And Father, I thank you for sending and uh, Jesus Christ on the Calvary that we can be redeemed. And Father, I just want to pray. For all the listeners ourselves, and ourselves, then we can learn to have faith in Jesus Christ and believing His blood can cleanse us. Believing He has a power to heal us physically, emotionally, socially, and most important, spiritually, so we can come back, unite with You, uh, the God of love. Thank you, Lord. Continue to bless us. Continue to be with us in Jesus. I pray. Amen.